Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis, Jamie and Travis present. Oh, this is so fun. And we're back. Music makes me so happy. I don't want anybody to be confused that um, um, we sound so excited. But it's only because you and I have, um, are. Well, we've sung that song so many times that it just. <laughs> no, I mean, I can when, fake it. I don't even mean the song. <laughs> that was great. No, I mean, uh, like, hey, when we're back, uh, it's only because Jamie and I only see each other twice a month now. Yeah. And uh, that's the happiness you're Tops. hearing. Probably average one and a half times a month. Yeah. As it's the way it is now. This. God damn. Because yeah. we used to see each other five days a week. Yeah. Every weekend. Six days a week. Every well, weekend, pretty much. And then when you lived near here oh, and yeah. worked here, yeah. five, six days a week. Yeah, it's way different now. Now I see you once a month. I don't. Um, and it's for the whole day. I be, I like, <laughs> yeah, that is, that's, that's how we get, well, that's a good way to do it. If it's only going to be once a month, might as well make it count and get some shit done. Because we're here today before another live stream. Yeah, band, live band stream. Live band Did you stream. catch the last one? It was pretty good. It was pretty good. And uh, we're a cool band. We are. It's it's the first time that Tom has ever heard Jesse play. And he was like, oh, fuck, Jesse's the best. No, it was great. It was, uh, Tom is, Tom, what's great about Tom uh, and recording uh, is he is constantly so focused on what he's doing in a very tightrope way. Not in a, not in a Casual. ego way. More in a, like, he's, he's balancing, uh, Singing, remembering words, playing guitar, and performing. That uh, uh, when you record it and you play it back to him, he is. It's like Christmas. He's like opening a gift of like, oh, that's what the band sounds like. Yeah, and in a great way. I don't think that's a negative. Uh, like, I don't think uh, the awareness of hearing what every instrument is doing while performing might actually be uh, a hindrance. Yeah. In my case. I think it's a hindrance of like, I'm so invested in what everyone's doing that maybe I'm missing the point. Yeah. Maybe I'm missing what I'm doing. But, uh, when he does that, uh, <laughs> uh, and when, when, when that happens, it's always, it's great. And, uh, I'm not giving him shit for not knowing exactly what Jesse plays. Wait, what do you think's so great good. when he doesn't pay attention to anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> when he has the moment of rewatching, because oh, oh, like opening the gift of the think of that the, too. Like I don't rewatch the live streams. Um, I watched it. Uh, I have. There's very little. We don't like keep many pick. I don't. I. Okay, let me start over. Whoa, <laughs> and. Let's start the whole podcast over. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, take two. I am always surprised at what I look like. And I'm like, I'm fascinated. Well, I don't think you're a mirror guy or... No, I just don't spend a lot of time <laughs> doing that. And it is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like, who's that guy? Uh-huh. Uh, and I don't... I also feel like totally ambivalent about it. It's not like I'm like, cool, that's me. Or I'm like, oh, I look so bad or something. No. I'm just like, huh. No, it's a it's a it's like a police blotter photo. <laughs> like, oh, that's what Jamie looks like. Y- yeah, I well, like I don't know. I just feel totally disconnected and I do not associate it with me at all. It's really strange. Good I mean, uh uh good for you. It's like watching a stranger, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Good for you. Cause some of us are um uh so intertwined and destroyed by 
seen uh, seen the way we look. <laughs> but you look cool. You're good on on camera and on uh, I'm okay. on tape. I'm when we did our last live stream uh, was right before I got my shit together again. Yeah, re got my shit together, and so that's about the heaviest weight wise I've been in twenty years, and that fucking sucks. How did you? Let's talk about that. How have you been doing? Uh, I. Uh, I did good for the first three months of this. It was I was strong. Yeah, strong. Yeah, March, April, you're May. You're busy, man. Strong and kept it together. My goal was to make because I turned 38. My goal is to make 38 videos this year. Yeah, I made 75 in like two months. Yeah, it's insane. Because <laughs> there's not, you turned out a ton of shit. Just nothing else. It to was do. cool. Turns out uh, that kind of behavior, like making three to four videos a day, is super unhealthy. And then posting them researching each one as it goes and not giving them a chance to breathe and get actual like uh demographic intel from right. them. Just flooding. Yeah. Flooding, flooding. Yeah. And then, uh, Hey, I'm going to take a break on June 1st. And that turned into, I'm going to take on a, July 1st um, or June 1st, June 1st, June 1st. I'm going to take a break for a week, which turned into a month, which then turned into a month and a half. And then, uh, and then even though I was busy, the weight gain, didn't bother me as much and of course i'm making videos it should have really bothered me yeah but the second i wasn't making them that set in like oh and i put on all that weight oh cool oh and now i'm unhealthy oh and now i'm not doing anything yeah and then that might be the lowest i've ever been really uh yeah crazily enough that might be the lowest i've ever been Uh. and because of personal shit that we can't talk about uh, it's the loneliest, uh, lowest. Yeah, that was crazy. And then, uh, like, and, and it's not like you can like, there's, no, you, there's nobody around. There's nothing to do. Yeah. There's nothing you can do to fix that. And then you know how it feels when like, oh, it's summer. Got to be out doing. And that like, and I didn't want to go do anything. Angst. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So all of that. And then, uh, um, when was it? Let's say. Uh, well, it was 18 days ago right now. Um, I hit up the old master cleanse, the old standby. Did something like make you be like, all right, did you wake Doing up something. one day? Yeah, yeah. What happened? Well, here's what happened actually. Uh, like two months ago I said no more nicotine. Mm-hmm. And then like a week after that started, I said no more sleeping until noon. <laughs> like wake up, get up. Is like part of the schedule. Yeah. Like no more going to bed at 3 Put on pants. Yeah. No more going to bed at 3 a.m. Just because I'm like not even watching in a cool show. Yeah. It's just, just like day and night doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's not a useful distinction. Uh, and then uh, I got to get the diet back under control. Get eating under control. And when I say the word diet, I do not mean uh, crashing and all that kind of stuff. I just mean get it back under control. And I found in the past one of the best ways to do that is the old master cleanse. It's a solid reset. And you also get the benefit of like some like your first ten pounds. So master cleanse is when you stick a tube in your butt. <laughs> and you, yes, it is enema based. Filter your urine through <laughs> your butt. Well you drink it all. That's what it, you, you drink your pee. You don't ever put something new into the cycle for a month. It's like biodynamic. <laughs> farming of it's, your body it's the single human caterpillar yes you have everything you need that's the thing about the human body is we actually have everything we need to survive <laughs> if you just get some tubing there's farm to table and there's butt to mouth yep 
and oh, you God. can choose which one you want to go for. <laughs> okay, so what is what's the what's I think a lot of people are familiar with a cleanse of of some, some sort. kind, but what's what's this one? The master cleanse specifically is the lemon juice, maple syrup, and cayenne pepper. Uh, combination and you're not eating anything. That's you your don't only eat shit. Thing. But I, I can did you drink. It. You have to drink water. Yeah, you drink a shitload of water. Yeah. yeah, it's about a gallon of water a day for uh, depending on what your uh, what is it? Uh, whatever your uh, recipe is. Mine is a cup of fresh squeezed lemon, a cup of grade A. It cannot be Mrs. Buttersworth. It has to be actual right. real sugar. Uh, yeah, real maple sh- maple syrup. I typically will do a combination of A and type and grade B because grade B has all the more like, robust. Good shit in it. Yeah, it's got all the good shit in it too. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like more. There's typically more minerals and vitamins in grade B. It's like because it's uh, like grade denser or grade something? A is the first and it's filtered, right? And then grade B is typically less At filtered. The end. Yeah, and you get more tree in there or whatever. The, I don't know what the yeah, <laughs> but uh, and then uh, uh, like a. Uh, Quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper. What and does the, that do? I don't. I you know when I first did this like fifteen years ago, I had the book and it explained like what each little thing is. I think now what I know. There's a whole book. Yeah, there's a whole book explaining. What how, else do you, What else do you need to know? Well, you got to figure out what your what your body wants every day and what to do it. And also it involves the salt flush, which I kind of skipped this round. I used to do that, but it's like a really fucked up like kind of addictive personality way. Yeah. Where I would just like punish my body and then just do that. Yeah, that's kind of what I Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. It's kind of a fun science experiment. Oh, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. pretty interesting. If you guys haven't what did you drink like 32 ounces of water with a Table quarter cup of salt in it or something. A, t- a tablespoon and a half makes me where it does the job, but at least it stops after two hours. Yeah. If I do two tablespoons, I might do that all day. It, it takes that long to yeah, rinse it out. Yeah, which I kind of, yeah, kind of like. Oh, I'm not, I'm not against it. I do love the science of that. It's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy, man. And that thing that, <laughs> and the fact that it's just salt. Yeah. It's just salt and water. Just scrubbing your insides. Whoosh. And some, and it's like a color you've not seen. No, no, definitely. It's like, uh, yeah, no, it's the best. Like, I, but I don't like doing that every day, and it sort of kind of fucks up the first. Gotta, it cannot be good for you to do very often. Well, when you're on the cleanse, there's, there's, you know, you're already only liquid anyway. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's as valuable. Uh, and I don't, I don't buy into the something has to happen down there at least once a day. Yeah. That's not, that's not true. Like, like pooping. Yeah. You don't have to do that every day. That's fucking wrong, dude. I have to do it every day. Well, no, because you eat like normal. Fucked. No, because you eat like normal. Like when you're on a a cleanse. Oh yeah. When you have nothing in your body. Some people think you have to do that every day, which you don't really. Um, and then also, okay, sorry. You mean to have to do the salt bath, the salt wash thing. Yeah. You don't have to for just for the reason, but most people that is part of the cleanse. You do it every day. Got it. I did the thing where I didn't want to punish myself. This wasn't like. So I didn't want to be so knee deep in it that it was like, uh, I don't like the way that feels after like day seven, if you're only doing it. So I did a lot of veggie, a lot of veg on day six and seven. So you wait, so you would do master cleanse for five days essentially. Yeah. And And, then, and then then do master cleanse as well, but also eat uh, a jar of pickles at night. (laughs) 
<laughs> or <laughs> something uh, to have something else going on and or eat uh, like there was one night where I ate two cucumbers and two bell peppers. Yeah. Cause I needed, I like, I also don't, I want to train my body to not want to, um, crave a bunch of shit. That's yeah. the reason I use the cleanse. You're looking for like just nourishment. Yeah. But then, and also it's gotta it's be a great reset. It's gotta be, it's probably good to put some roughage in there because like, you know, your gut is your second brain. Totally. Totally. And, and, and there's some sleep things that protein and saturated fats are really good for sleep that I had to do some of that as well. Yeah. Like get something in there that, cause if you're doing straight master cleanse for two weeks or so and you, uh, um, there's like a point, there's a point usually for me after a week and a half where I can't go to bed cause there's no reason there's nothing uh, nutritionally for me, there's no reason for me to sleep in so, a way. Yeah. To like, like use some energy and heal your body. Well, yeah. And like when you sleep, that's when you burn yeah. saturated fats, when you burn that's heavy when you fats use this stuff. So if there's none in there, yeah, your body doesn't want to default to burning your body fat while it's sleeping. Yeah. And so you don't go to sleep. That so you gotta have horrible. some trans fats and shit. So I didn't do it straight this time, which if I would have, I could have lost like, I bet I would have lost like 25 pounds with the length that I did it. Yeah. But I only lost 15. But it's not useful to use 25 pounds that way. Cause it's then not, you just fucking no, it's, it does, again. it just feels good. It, the only thing that feels good is it jump starts that first 10. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, okay, now the next step. And, um, I'll have to just, I have to decide today and tomorrow if the next step is going to be, uh, like meal replacement step. Or if it's going to be veggie step. Like Soylent? Yeah, it might be Soylent for a week. And then and then it might be... Um, but not just Soylent. I have five different meal replacements that'll be in there. Fun. Yeah. So hopefully it's something. That seems fun. It is, yeah. And I think it'll... And, and then also, then I'm, then I'm getting 1,200 calories a day instead of 800, which is nuts. Is You get 800 from the maple syrup? Yeah. Wow. How much maple syrup is it again? One cup. Wow. Is what I use. And that's about, that's like, that ends up being 700 uh, calories, I think. Something like that. And then the cup of lemon juice is about 100 and some. Wow. So you're feeling good. Feeling great. And of course, mentally, instead of gorging on junk food and gaining weight every day, losing weight, but then also I've plateaued. I love, that's when it feels good. Because that's when the fast is like, oh, okay. Your your body's now used to this, so maybe you won't crave three thousand calories a day because you're just like living. Yeah, and also it helps with the stomach thing. Feeling full, yeah, feels different now. Sure, where a cucumber actually made me feel bloated the yeah. other day when I was like, oh, oh, I ate too much. Yeah, you definitely when you stretched it out down there, it, it it's real. You Distent, can fit more in. Distension is is what is the is the big problem. It's, I mean, it's true. It's really. So I'm glad that's happening. That's great. And I've also worked out every day for a month, which is nuts for me. That's crazy. I've never done that Nobody, before. That's too much. I only work out for 20 minutes and it's that's all, great. and it's kettlebells. Good. I'm just using the kettlebell, okay, kettlebell swing, kettlebell tries and buys. Okay. Kettlebell. I don't want death. you to get like, no, but it I, become like different. 
<laughs> like, I want you to be like gym guy. Oh, like uh, David Goggins? Some yeah, shit like that? Yeah, yeah. No, no. no I just, I, I needed something for, you got to do, that 20 minutes is enough to jumpstart your metabolism. Like, to help you keep, like, and also boredom. Holy shit. Like. Depression. Like, <laughs> depression. Like, those things. Like, I've made it, I made it a rule that if I'm watching, like, TV, that I should just idly exercise throughout a whole TV show. Oh, that's cool. And you imagine like if you watch and then of course I don't watch one episode, watch like five. Yeah. If you idly exercise for five hours straight. Oh, yeah. That, that adds up fast. <laughs> it's pretty great. You just put your bike in front of the fucking TV. I, I looked into, uh, I looked into, um, oh, do you not have one of those things? I don't. Oh, seems like something you would have. It's a couple hundred bucks. I bet McMagan has one. You can have, he does have one. Uh, <laughs> he probably has like four. Of them. Oh, I looked at a Peloton bike. I looked at no, I know, no, I know, I know. That's the dumbest thing. I, I looked at diving in like three grand. Can't you just <laughs> for can't no you just reason do that? I'm sure there's a fucking <laughs> app for your phone that hooks you up to a team or whatever, right? Oh yeah, like but you still have to have the thing. You have to have something that the ones that hook up to the team, yeah. the 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 stationary ones that use your regular bike are like three hundred bucks still. But a Peloton's like twenty five hundred. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. That looked interesting oh, for a that's minute. So funny. But now that it's sunny, I just go ride my bike around the block, and get about the same thing. <laughs> Not you, literally. You should around ride the around. Block. You should ride more than just around the block. <laughs> <laughs> There's some days where I'm I'm a because uh, I'm I'm strangely on call for some of my music work, where uh, for some of the um, scoring work still, where I'll just ride around the neighborhood ten times. Yeah. Just so I'm still near the house, so I can run home and get stuff done within an hour. Yeah. Or there's a couple private gigs that are on call still. That like if I go out to the woods too far, I won't be able to make it for those private gigs. Yeah. The the sub gigs. So I just do little workouts. Like I did uh, uh, one day. I did waterworks and the L, which ends up uh, or waterworks and jumbo, which ends up being like 13 miles. Yes, yeah, seems far. But I'm always right here, and I can always bail ready, at any point. Ready to come home, but yeah, it's nice. Well, that's good. I'm really glad that you're feeling better. It's great. It led me down the craziest path that I'm signed up for, starting next week. Oh, I'm signed up for a class, a session, a thing. I'm literally. Uh, it took five years to find the time to do this. Okay, I've been wanting to do this. I've been wanting to do this for twenty years. But it took the last five years because I can't. It's always on the weekends, so I can't go do it because I have gigs, and it's always out of town. And Are you gonna smoke DMT? Close. Oh my god. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what I did, I, I emailed Joe Rogan. No. <laughs> He got back to me. He said, you should smoke DMT. Come get in my flow tank and get on my podcast. And I said, yes, only if David Goggins is there and only if Duncan Trussell's there. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> that made it sound like I listened to a lot of Joe Rogan. I don't. That's awesome. <laughs> no, uh, I'm signed up to uh, study Transcendental Meditation. Wow. Wait, okay. What does that mean? <sighs> does that mean you're going to transcendentally meditate this weekend or you're gonna like go to like a is it like a i have to go class what do you mean so yeah it's a class you can and and there's a lot of discussion about meditating and then there's a lot of uh, discussion about why transcendental meditation is a scam 
Oh, really? Or a cult. I or am, a blah, blah, blah. I know that it's none of those like, the Beatles were into it. That's where it started That's really the, all I know about it. That's is Bill Murray into it, maybe? Uh, or was Steve Jobs? or uh, Jerry Seinfeld. There's like a bunch of power people. Letterman. Yeah. Letterman. Yeah. There are people. Oprah. Uh, Ellen. Ooh, okay. Ellen. Bad. Ooh, bad. Bad. I mean, probably all these are bad, honestly. Sure. Um, uh, except for Dave. Dave Letterman's the only one. And maybe Oprah. Uh, yeah, Oprah seems... Uh, she seems, seems solid. She seems like she can't get canceled. Uncancelable. Well, I, cancel culture. Or like she maybe wouldn't do anything to get, that would get her canceled. No, that that's what mean? I mean. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. I think I don't think anybody. You don't mean, mean she could do whatever she wants. You mean no? I mean she, what she wants to do is good stuff. Yes, that's how. That's yeah. That's what I feel about Dave. And and the, oh, I don't know. Dave thing, could have some fucking weird. He had some, Jeffrey Epstein. No, life. he had the he had the uh, sleeping with people in the office thing. But he was. But what? But he was unmarried, but, and it was all consensual. So, and he admitted, he admitted it. Right. So that seemed like the darkest thing in his. Yeah, I mean, uh, okay. <laughs> well, you mean be, being a tyrant as far as? Uh, well, a, uh, no, I just also mean like being the most powerful person in the building and sleeping with sure. people who oh, sure. like want sure. to, uh, you know, have you approve of them, isn't like great. I don't think they wanted him to approve of him. That was the. You don't think they wanted his uh, respect and like. I think they already had it. Is the is the key to that? I think it was just about. Okay, you just definitely are, you definitely could not know. <laughs> wait, you oh think, no! Wait, well, wait, I mean, wait. there's there's Let's a, be very clear. You're saying that Dave Letterman only slept no, with people no, no, no. who I'm, didn't I'm, care about his approval. I'm saying the people that were involved. There's a ton of interviews out there that you can listen to. Yeah, and they're pretty. It's it's not like the other. It's not like the ones where the blackmailer calls them out, and it's all because it's really gross. They were just in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. I think that's mostly what it was. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, I obviously I can't say what yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, but maybe I've, it's great. But I see a bunch of other stuff that is, you know, like uh, Louis C.K. ish. That's like, oh yeah, you deserve to. Did he show his wiener <laughs> to people? <laughs> Do you know not remember what Louis C.K. went through? No, I'm oh. talking about you said Letterman did Louis no, C.K. stuff. No, I'm saying I see other people do Louis C.K. stuff, and oh. that that stuff bothers me. But then learning about all the Dave stuff was like, oh, it's, uh, it seems okay. Yeah, I'm gonna it I'm gonna listen fun. to some of them, and uh, I'll get back to you on how <laughs> I feel do. about it. Please do. <laughs> Please do. Uh, no, uh, uh, transcendental meditation. Um, wow, this is cool. Uh. The nutshell of what I've learned so far, the, there's just a difference between transcendental than normal meditation. Normal meditation is the, um, like when you, like Headspace app or any of those or uh, any, any of the meditations you can do on your own are based around being present and being aware and, you know, uh, picking there, like being in it. And then uh, transcendental meditation is rising above and... Essentially, like the nutshell is like ignoring it for 20 minutes, everything and not being it's it's the same as like um, uh, the float tank in a way where the float tank, you have no um, uh, what is it? No uh, uh, stuff coming in like you have no tactile function. Yeah. And you're able to focus on one thing if you want to. Yeah. Where transcendental meditation, the idea would be uh, you are, you know, like a, if it's a stormy ocean, you would be underneath and not feeling or even knowing that any of that is happening. Yeah. 
So essentially allowing your nervous system to shut down for 20 minutes at a time, twice a day, where I don't know if it'll work. It's a grand experiment. Well, I had to justify it because it fucking costs money. And I have to go learn how to do it from a transcendental meditation instructor, which is... I'm so curious. I, know. I have to say that my brain is going... I'm feeling some red flags. Yeah, this is a cult. This is bullshit. Because I know. I do meditation. Mm-hmm. I do five-minute guided meditations. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy named Jonathan Kabat-Zinn, who's at Howard Zinn's um, son-in-law. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, and the whole thing is, it is, you're right, it's, there is an awareness, but then it's like a not latching on yeah. to, to that awareness. So you're, you're, you know, if a thought comes, you like see the thought and let it go, you, you know, feel the breeze and let it go. Sure. Um, <clears throat> but then another part of it is like, actually specifically, I listened to one that my, my friend who's a psychologist recorded uh, for some class, and it's weird because I listen to a guided meditation. It's awesome. That's, that's my friend's voice, uh, <laughs> but he's good at it. And but it is, um, it's you're a mountain, and uh, the surf. You know, there's this whole, there's the mountain you can see, but then there's this whole structure that is this mountain that is unmovable, that you know weathers every storm and you know, survives time without having any feeling about it, without being affected by it. And that sounds like the transcendental thing. It and, does. and I am sitting here thinking, you could do this for free. You want to just me to send you this fucking thing. So, so there's, <laughs> but two, I know there's more. No, more there's, there's two things on the money, the part, and also the, um, the transcending, somebody just described it as I've done, I've done more research about this than I've done about anything. Yeah. And you research obsessively. And I went for the negatives. I wanted to know what the negatives were Yeah, and what people were saying about it being a cult, but there's no like physical place to do it. There's no allegiance. There's no guru. So it's just people are upset. The idea that it smacks of cult basically. Yes. And, but without it, like anybody like having, you know, had their life ruined by it. Yes. No, there's none of that. Yeah. yeah. No, there's none of that. Uh, somebody described it <clears> as, <throat> who described it as that too before? I can actually pinpoint names better than that. John Lennon. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, David Lynch. He's huge. Oh, yeah, this. I knew that. His I, whole foundation is based around transcendental meditation. He described it uh, transcending as uh, the moment between being awake and sleeping where you're there but you're not there. Sounds good. And you're not thinking of anything. Oh, it sounds great. I know. And that's the whole thing is like, and my, my, so it's really going into a state. It sounds like a difference. 100%. Where like what I'm trying to do is to just not, like you say, be present, but it's also just like be comfortable with nothing. I want to be, yeah. But but you're like, you're going into like a, a, uh, a altered, trance, yeah, like a, a transcendent. You are being transcendent. Trans, uh, I think they're different. I think. <laughs> well, I, I mean, know. that's the idea. Is yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. Everyone who is into this describes it as like, uh, I yeah. set the twenty minute timer and then it went off and I thought I was in one minute. Same thing I described about the float tank. Cool. The the correlations between those two people have made uh, very intensely. It is about sensory deprivation in a way. Well, yes. That's the word I was looking for. You're being deprived of it. Yeah. You're being deprived. Wow. Of, okay. So, so, well, and my thing was, is if I like it, it sounds great. I will never 
try to convince anybody else to do it. I don't really care about other, everybody else, <laughs> but, uh, the only person I thought of when I thought, Oh, if I like this and I, I do it for like a couple months and it turns out that it's awesome. Oh, I have to have Jamie do it. Yeah, I'll do it. I want to try it. Um, the thing, uh, the thing with the money that's really strange that I just found out today, it's not cheap. The shit's like, if you're, if you're a normal human, it's like 1500 bucks for what? Your four set. It used to be four. Pre-COVID, it was four sessions. You would go to the thing for the weekend. Fifteen hundred dollars for four sessions. How long is a, a session? And then a and then a. Well, it's four days, and it's essentially like a couple hours a day. Okay. Um, and then you have like an individual session. You have to get your mantra given to you. I know it's. I'm out. I know. Never mind. I'm not in. Oh no. Well, and <laughs> mantra. And I know. I know. Well, that's the thing. I know. I know. Okay, but no. it's diving heart. Yeah, yeah. Um, open heart. And then you have your group sessions, and it was never more than ten people. And and these sessions are pretty rare up here in the Montana yeah. Idaho area, so that was why it's so hard to schedule it. But you get your four sessions, and then you get a lifetime of support where you get to check in if you need to check in and cool. re up and whatnot. But they had to change it with COVID. Um, the first little the introduction meetings Zoom now. Um, which they never did because they canceled all TM classes up until from March till like almost now. Oh, till now, till yeah. August, because they didn't know they they done it the same way for a hundred years. So or not a hundred years for since uh, Maharishi in sixty five or sixty four Beatles. Um, did he like invent this? Is this a relatively? Is he's this a big part of it? Yeah, he's he's. I think he's. From what I can just, just he's the guy who took it away from the religion. Yeah, he took the meditation part away from. It seems this way. He he adopted. Oh, this doesn't have to be for the religious. This just has to be for anybody. Right. And it doesn't have to be. That's the other part. Is it's non-religious, which of course is very important to me. Sure. Um. But now it's uh you have uh it's over ten days, but only you meet in person day one and day ten. And it's in Bozeman. Cool. And so that worked out. Because the Missoula ones, the Missoula guy, the guy who handles, this is talking out of school about nothing, but this is like Yelp type shit. The guy who handles Missoula is the Spokane guy. And he handles Kalispell as well. And I just can't get a hold of him or figure it out. Too big of a reason. He doesn't tell me anything and he seems aloof. The people in Bozeman handle Helena and Great Falls and Billings. Uh, they got right back to me and signed me right up. Cool. And seemed really nice. The other thing I found out about the money is it's a sliding scale. Nice. Um, and so for my income, it was only like 500 bucks. So I asked, what's the deal with, um, I know somebody's, including you, somebody's listening going, 500 fucking dollars? <laughs> no. I know. No. It took me hey, five man, years to get to this, this is, point. Just so you know, no, I know. Th- this is how I feel about this, uh-huh. is... Uh, uh, you you don't go to the doctor. Uh-huh. You don't like you're not on crazy medication. Yeah. Uh you are constantly trying to be healthier. Yeah. And if this is like the money you spend in the next two Might years on your health, yeah, this is it. then fucking good on you. Yeah. It's great, you know? There's so part, no, I'm not judging you for I told that. I told my old man about it and he was psyched and he was even like, Well, you'll definitely try to make it work with the money involved. So I well, I asked her today. Uh, so what, what do I have to give you my tax return or how do I prove the thing? Yeah. And they're like, Oh, we, we just trust you. Nice. And I was like, wait, so essentially is this like a pay what you want type of situation? And her answer was, if you find it valuable, you pay for it. 
And I was like, oh. Wow. Wait a second. Because <laughs> that's the thing, dude. When, when it's like a donation show, it's always like, I'm not going to pay. Oh, sure. Well, <laughs> think about, I know. Well, think about religion that is like, oh, 10% goes every week. Yeah. I'm going to pay for this for the rest of my life. Yeah. As long as I believe in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But then this one is. Hey, if it's working for you, which to me is, uh, that was, uh, the non red, what's the non red flag, <laughs> a green light, green light, green light, <laughs> red flag, green light. That was a green light. That was like, Oh, weird, weird. And then finding out that most of people who pay just goes to, um, it just turns around and go, they put it into, they go into schools and they do a huge thing with vets Cool. and they do a huge thing with, uh, Cool. Other people. Cool. I don't know. It all seems right now. I'm signed up. Yeah. It's okay. Here, here's what I think. They've also reduced it to five people, so that's nice. Nice. So, so here's what I think on the on the scary. First of all, I think meditation is wonderful, and I yeah. think this sounds great and worthwhile. It's, it's great. fucking great. Um, also, on the whole like scammy aspect of it, I relate it. I think I can relate to this because I have really benefited from hot yoga, oh, yeah. a.k.a. Bikram yoga. Yes. Which, for a long time, <laughs> all of them were Bikram, you know, Bikram. And this is so parallel. You know? So yeah. it's like, and I think, you know, they're both, these, this guy's Indian, I think, right? Yeah. Um, and there was that, like, guru, and maybe still is, culture, yeah. that sometimes comes in the United States. And it is, <laughs> it's weird because ultimately, like, those guys have every reasonable right to turn that into a, a way to support their lives. Yeah. You know, and I like make money off of it. Yeah. I don't, I don't like in that. That really is not a problem for me at all. But of course what happens then is like, as soon as like profits become a part of it and like franchising and it's just, there's well, lots of opportunity for, uh, skeptics to, yeah. and in, in Bikram's case, like he was horrible. Well, Bikram is the best example of the guru culture, yeah, he's which the is worst. bad. A guru centric thing is, is really bad. But <laughs> Did, don't you think that's why people probably like, sure. like look at this and kind of but put it in that category. And the, the amazing part yeah. is, is there's no one to identify as that person. There's no guy. There's no guy. There's no guy. There's no guy or girl. Uh, there's no, uh, I mean like the most familiar thing I could think of is the David Lynch foundation, but David Lynch isn't making any money off of this Yeah, and he, it's just all goes back into the foundation and no one's getting rich off a of TM. I don't think. Yeah. Um, okay. which is interesting, right? Cool. Like that is interesting as well. But yeah, uh, Bikram, my favorite quote from that, uh, some of that documentary was the, that he values a single drop of his sperm at $1 million. That guy, gross. Now, now that's that's Ugh. pretty scary, right? But then it turns out that yoga is extremely beneficial. Oh, it's so good, man! And it's amazing. It feels so good. It's I'm... just overshadowed by that. Yeah. Which go back to uh, which episode is that? Who did we interview about Bikram? Um, um, Pam. Pam. Go back and listen. Pam. Listen uh, to about them changing the Bikram name. Uh. Uh. Oh yeah. Um. Did I tell this story on that podcast? No, I don't think I. No, because no, I got into, into it. it I got into it yeah, because of is, her. How has your yoga experience been well, not since happening that this fucking well, summer? Obviously, because it's gross. It, yeah, um, <laughs> but I did yoga until the spring. I loved it. It helped oh, me awesome. so much. Um, it helped me so much. I mean, maybe I did it till late February. Basically, I, the second I had any other obligation, I stopped. <laughs> sure. Well, and, and no, you know what it was actually it was I stopped when Carly 
stopped going to school because of COVID. Gotcha. Yeah. And I didn't have a reason to drive. There was a there was a day you came in to podcast and you had, uh, you had what I think is my favorite attitude about things like that, like yoga or even gym culture to some extent is the, I didn't want to go. I hated being there. I feel, I I feel great, but I still don't want to go. Yeah. I mean, everything (laughs) you say is right. Except honestly, after I didn't feel great. I like, I mean, my body, generally my body felt great. Yes, absolutely. But like, no, I hated every fucking second (laughs) of it. But every time, but you had tangible results. But I, yes, yeah. and it felt, and it was the same, it's honestly, it was the same thing as what I said about your, uh, you know, spending money on this TM thing is like, I don't have health insurance and uh, I have to, I have to use my body to work. Like if I, if my like back goes out, we're fucked. We don't have any like wiggle room. You well, know? and the, the guided yoga thing, the money for guided yoga, as opposed to you just watch a video. You mean guided meditation or no. no uh, oh, like in a yoga class. Yeah. Yoga class. Oh. The, the, the difference I between is, well, you, you could do the same poses over and over and over, but the second somebody is there and says, no, move your arm this yeah, way. No, it completely changes. I'm, it. I mean, I believe that once you, you know, not, I mean, Pam Gibbons level is like next is like, you know, she's been doing it for so Instructor long. level. But, yeah. but I mean, I think I would have to do it pretty consistently for like years before I felt comfortable at like doing it myself in a yeah. uh, sustainable way. Cause it's, I just don't, it's not, into, you know, it's just even after doing 20 sessions or whatever, it still wasn't like intuitive. Well, it's and it kind of is not supposed to be. Right. right yes, yeah. totally. You're breaking. I mean, if you're like me and hold your body like a fucking Neanderthal at all times, <laughs> just like slouched, just slouched like over everything. God it's damn, really hard. I have I have caught myself uh, where I'm like a little angsty and I don't want to like sit on the couch. Yeah. I caught myself sitting on the edge of the couch watching TV hunched over the coffee table oh, just, for like just punishing yourself for, for an amount of time You're so mean to yourself <laughs> for an amount oh, of time why? that makes me That's... feel like well that just that that half an hour right there means that i'm gonna need back surgery someday yeah totally it's <laughs> horrible God damn it. and like realizing like okay now i have to i didn't even work out but now i have to go get the roller so i can roll my back out just because i sat weird yeah damn it i don't want <laughs> like, we're so useless Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. No, that that feeling of um, that feeling of I don't want to be I don't want to go here I don't want to be here while I'm doing it, and I didn't want to go do that. Yeah, but I feel great later. Is is uh, definitely um, a discipline that COVID brought out of uh, or like was disbanded by many people, including myself, where it was like all of a sudden, okay, so the world shut down. All my discipline is gone now. And it already took me yeah. it took me thirty seven years to get this minimal amount of discipline. Yeah. And now it's just gone. Cause like, hey, fuck it. Nothing like, matters. Well, and like, you know, this is the time for us to finish the finish your novel and uh, write the you know the, the next big thing and invent the next thing. And then you punishing yourself for not doing that. Yeah. And then that becomes like, well, okay. At first, I was excited because now I can watch TV all day one day, and it didn't matter. Yeah. Guess what? I can watch TV all month. Yeah. And it turned out it didn't matter either, except for <laughs> to me personally, except it broke you. Yeah, except for it broke and it made me the most unhealthy person. It broke everything about me. Yeah. And then, okay, now I gotta 
come back out of this? Yeah. And why? Like, there's not like there's gigs. Like why? What? Oh, I could record an album, but who's going to even care? Right. <sighs> but then the last month has been fantastic. The last 30 just, days. So what do you think is just wanting to feel good? Just, yeah. And that- doing, and, and instead of punishing myself for all the shortcomings, uh, uh, for a month, each week I picked one and started on Monday fucking morning. Like, okay, no more nicotine this Monday, the next Monday. Hey, you got to stop ordering food. Yeah. Okay. And then next Monday, let's try master cleanse. The next Monday was, Hey, you're going to walk and kettlebell every day. Yeah. And instead, instead of like trying to tackle all five things on day one, right? Which goddamn it fucking hurts in your brain. You got a headache and the whole thing sucks. And then you make it two days. Right. As opposed to spread it out. Yeah. Don't punish yourself with good change. (laughs) <laughs> like don't you're not a monk you don't sign up and then stop talking and that's just like a, that's like a crash diet version of totally right? like, like it's don't just, do don't do everything at it's once not be sustainable because then you fail and you double back on everything yeah like oh so so i i failed monday morning to do all 10 things i wanted to change so on tuesday i'm definitely getting uber eats three times Oh, God. <laughs> you know, like, I never did that because that would be extreme. But like, oh, I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat all of the fridge. Yeah. And then I feel bad also because, oh, now I got to go back to the grocery store, which this was like late March. I got to go back to the grocery store the next day. Yeah. Be- and that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. And you had to go get a new fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it is a, it's a fucking intense thing that i've kind of rolled myself out of and i feel good because i was the only one who had anything to do with it yeah. i had to do with the failure so i had to had i had to pick myself back up yeah man that's Ugh. nuts I not think- that not that like there's no celebration yet <laughs> well because we're we're coming up we're coming up on uh i noticed the other night that like oh it's like 9 30 and it's dark oh we're on the downslide yeah we're already back Oh, it's already. So oh, it's good. fucking gonna be winter soon. Oh no, oh no. I'm always fucked during the winter, even when things are good. Well, okay, it's <laughs> Travis. Just it's mid-August. I know, right? <laughs> right. You got a little while. <laughs> I'll celebrate if I if my if uh, if these habits have exhibited uh, uh, real change in January. Yeah, that's like a, that'd be a celebration to me, like. Uh, but you know, how, this is what I would. This is what I think. <laughs> Here's what I think. Because goddamn, everyone's thinking about mental health this year. I think. Uh, Man, we used to complain about mental health. Uh, remember pre. This is just all we talk about. Well, no, it? but remember mental health pre COVID. Yeah. No. What was we it? had no idea. Yeah. Oh, how bad it could be. What was coming? <laughs> <laughs> People were talking to us about vitamins. Yeah. And then this hit. Yeah. Fuck your vitamins. Yeah. There is no vitamin I can take right now that will change. What is happening to me? Yeah, man, it, it really has been weird. It really, really has been so fucking weird. It's the most uh, uh, most uh, most pot I've ever smoked. Really, you've been smoking a little at least a little, little magic lettuce once a week up until once a week for this uh, this change once or twice a week during this change, and then uh, but uh, TM specified no outside drugs for the duration of the class. Oh well, then I'm definitely not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
It said, but I still want to hear about it. It said anything, uh, <laughs> any non-prescribed medicine or recreational drugs. What do they mean? The, I do not consider marijuana recreational. I know, I know. I consider it. And I think business. You could, yeah, I think you could. Not um, that I'm a drug dealer, by the way. No, you're not. Why? What did you even bring it up? Because I said business. Oh no! But you, I meant it more like. I'd say it's uh, whatever. I'd say it's self-prescribed. Yeah, and that's thank good. You. Um, and a good thing. I've known you uh, for long Both enough ways. to know what it is. It's yeah. okay. The the alternatives are worse. One hundred percent. I think that um, I think that it is in many places in the United States a prescribed drug. Yeah. To where I don't think that's included. I'm just diving in head first. Yeah. Good for you. Um, uh, that's a good way to do it. And uh, and also I'm taking a break from CBD. Uh, to cleaning see, it out all well, the way and see if I want to see if the CBD. It, it felt like it was doing something, but I want to see like, okay, now I'm off of it. Yeah. And then I'm going to go back on. I like to, I like to, I yeah, need to actually feel, check in on it yeah. and make sure it's doing what you think it's doing. Sure. So yes, hopefully. And plus, God damn, is it expensive? That's the thing. I mean, that's all the, that's the reason enough to just make sure it is a thing. Cause I think I've told you my thing with CBD is when I have had products that, purport to not have any thc in them Mm -hmm. i just feel like they don't do the same thing totally yeah and like the stuff we our friend makes um is just whole plant you know Uh but it's you know it's a salve it's topical um so you don't get high like it doesn't there's no it doesn't affect you psychoactively is but, it the same stuff I got? Yeah. I love that. Joke. And I think that it works better. And I think yeah. I think it's because of the THC. And someone told me that once, but there's so much bullshit no, I've, science I've, around. I have that heard stuff. I've heard it enough that in order to activate the CBD. Yeah, something be, like that. I and that's why uh, twice a week there has been some sort of THC going into my body. Yeah. Um and also it's uh I've had to like schedule TV time. Yeah. So uh, twice a week, make like important decisions of what TV is going to be watched, and make a little event out of the THC. Oh yes, thing. fuck yeah! Which uh, last week involved watching, which which taking the entire day off <laughs> to watch the entirety of the Last Dance, which oh is it is it I it's, it's on Netflix now yeah oh it is yeah and, this is the uh, Michael Jordan yeah ESPN documentary uh even if. That so, was all that was discussed on Sports Talk Radio for the shit. first like 10 weeks. Of and like talk about like the perfect release time yeah. for that to happen. Like, oh, there's no sports, by the way. And here's the quote unquote most important sports documentary yeah. ever made. And it was great. Uh, even if you're not into it. Yeah. It's so well done. Cool. That uh, I'm going to check it out. It, it's there's no way to without it, not giving anything away. <laughs> I don't want, spoiler alert. No. Um, the way they made it which I just didn't know anything about um, is that the timeline is every episode makes huge jumps back and forth. Like, Oh, we're talking about 88 right now. Now we're talking about 98. Okay. Now we're talking about 92 and now we're talking about, and it just, but it always works. Yeah. Like it's always making correlations cool. and different people. And the way that was, it forced me to actually watch it. Because I'd turn around and be like, wait, what the fuck are they talking about? Didn't yeah. they already win that? Yeah, so oh, they did win it. Oh, shit. What? <laughs> Rewind. Oh, talking about oh, talking about high school now. Shit. Oh, and like, I, I, I'm glad that it's not uh, linear. Yeah, cool. Um, but it was, oh my God, it's so good. It's so great. Uh, and lived it. Like, that's when I cared about sports. Yeah. Like, that's when I actually, you asked me about sports 
post 99. Right. I got no idea. But that's when I cared. And that's also when, in my memory, it just seemed like, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe it was always like this. I just remember as a kid in the 90s, uh, that when there were big sports events, like fan, like family friends got like there would be like everybody went to somebody's house, yeah, and watched. I remember that Bulls finals yeah. with when he got when he was sick, yeah, flu the flu when he game. had the flu. Like I remember being at a, a house or like a Mike Tyson fight. I remember like uh, I saw Tyson the bite fight. Yeah, I, I saw the bite fight at my sister's house. Yeah, it was yeah. a big deal. Yeah. And that I don't. And maybe that still happens, and we're just not into sh- shit like that anymore. It does, and um, but it's like it's UFC and boxing culture yeah. is the only time I think that really and Super happens. Bowl basically Super Bowl, um, yeah, weird, right? No, uh, no. Grizz football so this fall. Yeah, and and I wanted to be sure and read the article because it was it seemed more like leaked information than yeah. actual announcement. Unfortunately, I'm out of Missoulian reads for the month, so I could not read it. Uh, <laughs> I almost. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I can't even tell that story. I'll tell the story next time. What? What is it? Oh, nothing, nothing. Is it good? I almost paid for the Missoulian the other day. And then you remembered. Well, and then I thought, why, why? That's not nice. We have good people work at the Missoulian. We do. It, it, I, 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 I was going to pay Lee. Matt Gibson. Oh, sorry. Nice. Okay, I said it. I said it out loud. That's okay. I mean, yeah. Um, I, uh, I almost paid for it because I wanted to read the best of Missoula that just came out. But it turned out that that was not online, and they forced you to buy the Sunday paper to get the Best of Missoula insert. And that kind of fucking sucked that they didn't just publish it online Yeah, with everything else. And uh, I, I don't think that's a way to force people to buy papers. That's like more of a way to alienate people into not reading your paper. Yeah. Um, and so I may be mad because I almost paid for it and then found out, oh, it's not even available if you pay for it. What? Fuck you. The insert was print only for whenever, for the day oh. or for whenever. But I don't even know if it's published now. Did, but, so you don't know if you won? Uh, I know now I didn't. What? <laughs> you didn't win? <laughs> well, there was. I don't think there was any expectation that I was going to win anything. Or like play. You usually get a top three in something. I didn't even. One win. of us usually gets top three in something. Jamie, oh, you and I did not so enter into the best of Missoula. Uh, someone anywhere. told me that maybe... I I get in. I possibly someone told me maybe Corey Faye's band got best new band. Which what's the name of it? I don't actually. <laughs> well, is it Prairie Fire? Prairie Fire, I think, got best new band. No, no, I'm not not first place. Like third. Oh. Uh, I saw it. I, the I good goddamn. Oh, I have it right here. I don't actually know what they're called. I have it right here. Hey, we're talking about Missoula again. Missoula. No, I didn't want to go get it, and and uh, so I made my dad go get it. Which, by the way, a Sunday paper is now four dollars. Hey, I feel bad that I said that about Matt Gibson. I just want to say that I I feel I feel strong feelings about the decision to s- sell. <laughs> the yeah. Independent. I mean, I in, and I, I truly invite him to come on and spar. Oh, I I don't think you want that. I don't think he's a sparring type. No, I want you to do it. I just I'll just be here. Um <laughs> he just seems like somebody maybe like files lost. No one has not there's people out there that need to come on here and spar with uh, both of us and no one has yet. Cuz we cuz we cuz we're not cause a credible we're, news we're, source. We're horrified by the Best new band is uh, Prairie Smoke, Modified Lockdown and Junior got third. Oh, I'm technically cool. in Junior. 
the live the live you did it the streak continues you did it by the skin of my teeth <laughs> um uh it was a weird year for best missoula uh obviously for many reasons and the way the voting works and the way um um they don't verify emails so you can vote as many times as oh, emails you can come okay, up with. Okay, Mr. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just saying that uh Okay. They don't verify that the emails actually exist. <laughs> so you can vote as many times as you can come up with email addresses that I don't mean, even exist. How many email addresses can you think of though? Travis1 at gmail.com. Taken. Travis2. Taken. I know. I have them all. Travis3. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only Travis. Yeah. What do you think is the fallout of No Gris Football is going to be? Oh, shit. Do you think there's going to be anarchy? Well. How do you feel? How does it make you feel? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because I hate the NCAA. I hate the sports-based collegiate thing. Yeah, me too. Um, And we. <laughs> wow. I think there's three things that you could learn from listening to three seasons, four seasons of the show. Yeah. Is that, um, we heat, we college hate sucks. Lee enterprises and college sucks. Uh, <laughs> um, so maybe I, I think of the, I, I'm trying to be positive about the COVID thing. Uh, it's the great equalizer. This has affected everybody in some way. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. If, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I would say I'm trying. Here's me being positive. No, I mean, it, everyone's it, fucked. No, well, everybody is fucked, and yeah, and like there's, there's. I'm not, I mean, some some people are more fucked. I'm not saying that uh, the positive is that everybody's fucked. It's that there are some things, such as college schools, where we are finding out that we have to find a different way. Yes, we are doing a reset on some problematic things. things. 100%. Yep. And and so it's and and it took this to get to the point where when people were talking about how uh uh going completely online for school but paying the same amount of money and getting maybe half the education. Oh. But then also sometimes uh we've realized like hey, like some some businesses like Twitter, hey, we should all just be working from home. Right. We don't have to have an office. Right. And so school hopefully moves in the direction of, hey, you know, we don't have to be here. Yep. Or the things that we do have to be here for only require two buildings, not campuses. Yeah. And maybe that's a good thing. And then the lack of money from sports is going to force like tuition to be a real thing, right? Yeah. And But what kills me, is I still don't get it. The sports make so much goddamn money. Why is there tuition then? And it's been shown at certain schools that there doesn't have to be tu- there didn't have to be tuition because of sports. Yeah, but there's still tuition. There's still an athletic fee. That all seems weird, well, right? You pay a coach fucking five million dollars a <laughs> year, know, right? I know. So uh, there's there's hopefully something very positive that'll come out of this whole revamp. Yeah. So lack of college sports money. Well, let's see what happens. And I feel like. In a way, that's I am I have not thought of that. And I, I'm 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 with you. That seems well, like it could possibly be good. Well, in a way, like if uh, college, some colleges, like say U of M, uh, attendance is down. Enrollment is down, not attendance. Enrollment is down from the last ten years. Right, it's yeah. been a downward spiral. Some other schools have been going up. Right, like MSU, like MSU, <laughs> like <laughs> like the other, like the other university, one. and the <laughs> other best example of like how to run things, yeah, and how to not run things, and then if they can, the other thing is 
there's a lot of people like myself who have in the back of my mind, I might have to find a new career right? because I can't, if I, I can sustain, I could sustain this for this year. Yeah. But if we are fucked again next year in some way, I'm going to have to have another job, not a real job, but a different job. Yeah. Maybe driving a flower truck. I can't wait, which will also be my camper that I live in. Um, (laughs) Okay. That's about the only way I could do it for all the, but uh, uh, so there, uh, there's a lot of people thinking about career paths and changing because of this. Yeah. So in, in a way enrollment to school should be, to post uh, uh, post K twelve education should be up because people are like, oh fuck, I can't do this job anymore. Maybe I should try something else. Or they've been out of that job but for it's a so co- expensive. Well, they've been out of that job for two months and realized, oh, I hated that job. Yeah, I need something new. So <clears throat> they have to go learn a new skill. So in theory, if schools were ahead of the curve a little, like. Hey, we've made online better and it's cheaper. So come over here. It's yeah. not University of Phoenix. It's University of Montana. Right. And we're offering the same thing and it's cheaper. Hey, everybody come on over. Yeah, why didn't they just immediately start to get that shit together? Because they've been so against it. <sighs> and and it's and it's the stigma of it. Yeah. It's the stigma of online school, I think, that just fucking is has fucked everything up. It sucks that school. Like it matters. <laughs> the look on your some. face. I know the look on your face uh, to me said what you're already about to say, which was <laughs> the the lazy eye roll about school. Oh, fuck, yeah, well, school. it's just like a whole college. The whole pressure to go to college mm. and what college you go Total to shit. is just it's right up there with college sports as just fucking shit that we have made important in this country that does not fucking matter. Yeah, I mean, learning things matters. Being trained in things matters. But the idea that it needs to be at a certain type of institution, that at the end of the day, you know, your experience at Harvard is not necessarily going to be more fulfilling for the same person as their experience at University of Montana or University of Phoenix or whatever. They very well might just, like, pick up what they need to and go on to their career and probably learn a lot more in the first four years of their job than they did in fucking four years of college. Easily. You know? And like, it's just, I just, I just hate it. And it, and the way it create really what college, I feel like what college does in this country is just a way. It's just like, we're all fucking being led to slaughter. And this is how we divide the grade a from the fucking McDonald's hamburgers and the people that can afford to get into, or even have the grades, even if it's merit, get into Harvard, they get to, you know, yeah. get turned into steaks. Yeah. They, they're still New York fucked. Strips. They're yeah. still fucked. But. Still fucked. Yeah. No, I, I think, you I, know, it just, it feels arbitrary and it feels like it really, uh, sets it just, it, it's, um, it's a bottleneck in this country that, uh, really fucks people. Yeah. How much, how much was, was, was the NCAA <clears throat> one of the large, they must've been one of the largest, lobbies on K street in 95 to 2005. Cause we are both part of the generation that was like, we're all going to, we, everybody's going to go yeah. to university. Yeah. And it was a big deal. Yeah. And they must've been, that must've been such a huge lobby yeah. at one point that was like, Hey, everybody's going to go. Yeah. And it made such a big difference, but then it made a big difference for enrollment. Did it actually make a big, like, is there a, t- 
I'm sure somebody, I'm sure Freakonomics. Like, are we the generation that's super enlightened and smart because we all went to college? No, they they call us millennials and we talk about how entitled everybody is. Yeah, it's just, it all sucks. Even though technically I'm not a millennial. You know what it comes down to is that I think our parents' generation is just totally fucked up. Well, and they went through the hugest boom, like the hugest boom, the biggest, like the 80s uh, uh, economic boom. The huge boom. (laughs) Huge it was a huge boom. Huge boom. It was a huge boom. Yep. Which you, uh, you. That's why you do the salt flushes so you can get the huge boom. That's right. Um, nice. <laughs> hey, uh. <laughs> it's like we planned this yeah, show. Really we do. Good. We have a topic yeah, list. Yeah, we have a storyboard. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What they went through? They went through uh, like an economy that probably will never be experienced again. And then when we got, when our generation were, became adults, we went through a recession. Yeah. Like our first moment in adulthood was, oh, everything's kind of fucked. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. What pa- happened to gold-plated I, cell phones and Coke? I just feel like, you know, <laughs> did we talk about this? Where did I talk? I just, we just talked about this somewhere. Where the fuck was it? I don't talk to anybody. But the... um you know, the OK Boomer thing is like, it's very, it sucks because it's like very dismissive and shitty yeah. and it is, it's nasty. I don't like the way it sounds. I don't, I don't, it's, I don't think people should it's say It's definitely it. not as fun as Karen. I also have, I know. it also I know. It feels a little, you know what I hate about those things? It's just like, it's just fuel for the other side. Of course. You know, it's not, it's fun. just not, it's not smart gameplay. Um, yeah. it's just, just, <laughs> just, just fucking take, take the high road people. Michelle Obama, this shit. Um, uh, and don't say shit like that. Don't insult people to prove a point. No, it's the worst. Um, okay. But that said, (laughs) (laughs) yes, here is just because we all, I've had a lot of time to think about shit. Uh, this is not based on any, I don't know anything about this. This is what, how I have come to feel about, uh, our parents' generation is they just like grew up at a time where cat like maybe you're alluding to like the economy being good. I actually don't even really know about this shit, but it seems like you're over a time where like things like, you know, the huge supermarkets were popping up and then you yeah. go to a huge supermarket and your mom could get everything you guys needed for the whole week. You didn't even have to fucking turn on the stove. It could be put in the microwave or it yeah. could be popped in the oven. She could, you know, and that was like so great. The convenience of that was great. We could put a fucking tray in front of the TV and we can eat right here. And we can watch the TV. And like, it's just when like, and maybe it was happening for a long time, but I just feel like their generation was so sold shit. Yeah. For so long that they didn't pass down to us. Like my parents fed me food growing up that like I wouldn't, and it's not, it's not their fault. Oh, it's disgusting now. But it's just like processed shit, processed shit, processed shit. Because that was like what they grew up with. Because it was this thing that like allowed their mom to maybe like have a fucking life and not just like, you know, run the house and cook every day. And I, and you can't fault anyone for that. No. But I just feel like, and then also shit just like about like, you know, uh, like uh, when bad stuff happens, just like pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and like not, you know, and like not really like talking about your feelings and being vulnerable and being cool with like, mm-hmm. and like there's, and, and each gen, like males and females, both like, I feel like we're taught things by that generation that are like really shitty about yeah feelings and like what being a man is and what being a woman is 
and it being like a binary thing and and uh and I just feel like their generation um really really <laughs> really was is and I'm sure every generation has identifying features sure. like this and we haven't been around long enough for them to become a nuisance to, <laughs> yeah, to humanity yeah. but I am feeling like um or like fucking credit cards like credit is crazy oh, fucking hilarious yeah it's crazy it's ridiculous it's ridiculous and they will tell you or home ownership ridiculous you know but or college these are all things that are parents generation held in like high regard and they were like getting married having children mm-hmm. all things having a career meaning like not having 10 different jobs but like graduating from college and then starting your job that you have until you retire until and, you die and like accumulating money and and buying things like fucking camper vans and boats and that being the goal and then passing that money down to your children and it was all these things and you know they were taught it by somebody also um a different generation under different circumstances right yep totally that's like when you mentioned the what a man is supposed to be that's like uh the the next generation is teaching is is what you should how you should be as a man yeah based on how a man or yeah actually man because i can speak of my own experience uh had to be right like depression era uh, looking at your depression era dad and saying oh i would like to i he i should be like him but you're you're a you don't have a depression you're just yeah and you're a different version of him and life's a little easier technology whatnot yeah. blah, blah blah and then trying to look at your son and not saying this is what happened to me. I got a great dad who never forced me to be any sort of man other than you should just be happy. Yeah. Oh, weird. Um, uh, trying to look at that and saying, Oh, the model is our, is my granddad. Yeah. And being like, well, life is a lot different now. Right. I, I don't, I don't have to get in a plane and shoot down an enemy. Life is different. And does that make me better or worse? No. Right. It's just adapting to what I have to do now. And yeah, yes, we should be talking more, right? Yeah. We should discuss our feelings. Imagine what the world would be like if three generations ago possibly discussed their feelings and discussed that they were unhappy. Like, I hate the way I live. Imagine if somebody actually said that mm-hmm. instead of, you just pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Right. We have to, you have to do it. And don't worry, man. You'll, you'll, you'll make six figures. Oh, that... You'll get there. That is just such a fucking... Like, I, I feel like uh, our realization that maybe our generation won't be able to retire, uh, you know, at 65 or whatever the fuck people retire. What the fuck would you do? At, like, what if you just liked what you did? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the Nick Offerman thing. Why not just do what you love and make enough it's money to live? It's such a fucking no-brainer. And I know yeah. that also, hey, l- let's check our privilege. Yeah. I am as privileged as not- a, basically in the grand scheme of things, I'm as privileged as a human being can be. And yeah. I and the, and the greatest privilege I have is that has been choice, mm-hmm. you know. So I really can't I can't be all incredulous. And also, everything I said about baby boomers is shit that I just think well, about. No. That is not. It's just things I I'm I just you know there are there is some. Well, I don't think any probably economists listen to this podcast, but there, I'm sure there's <laughs> someone who could who could go through who knows what they're talking about and say here's why you're wrong about everything you just said. Well, it's just my feeling about it. I think you justified it extremely well, not justified it, but you you were cognizant of it to say everybody like every generation 
this is like we always we look at the last yeah. one and we're like, what the fuck? We teach we we pass things on to the next generation that are then out of context for that generation. Yeah, we give them yeah. tools that are pointless. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it is nuts. But yeah, uh, no Gris football. I, I'm okay. Yeah, because I didn't care. So I really am relieved by that. I'm I'm relieved that you said that because oh yeah, I was. I feel the same way, but then I also had this feeling of like, uh, well, actually, it's just because of a bazillion headline. It was a picture of Reds, and I was like, I wonder what happens to Reds if there's no Grizz football. Sure. The local economy will suffer in some way. It will suffer in some way. Although, another part of me is like, I mean, I know a ton of people come from like Great Falls. Yeah. But aren't most of the people still here? A lot of them and are here. Can't they just like make an effort on Grizz Saturdays to go spend some money? downtown yeah could we just do that instead? isn't that the thing right like it, it, it don't you you cannot uh you can't depend on like an event you have to depend only on yourself yeah, to support your economy. Our habits that make the economy yeah. better and you want to support your economy Walmart. don't yeah don't wait for the whole thing yeah you're we're in charge of our own economy what if we <clears throat> ran for mayor <laughs> together co-mayor yeah, yeah. Um, I'd be vice mayor or your assistant, whatever. Lieutenant mayor? Is that what it is? I don't know what it is. Deputy, is there? De- maybe deputy mayor. Is there one? Or is it the is the next the next person for mayor like the head of the city council or something? What's the next? I want to say deputy mayor. I want to be like a comptroller, but we don't really have comptrollers here. What do we have? County we, commissioner. Oh, that's probably the next step. From We have cool county commissioners. We do. We actually, I think we have a pretty cool, again, it's a bubble, but we have a pretty cool local situation going on. Yeah, the statewide is a hot mess. I mean, don't go read the Missoulian comments uh, if you don't want to believe Are there Missoulian comments still? Just on Facebook. Uh, don't read the Facebook comments because you'll assume that everyone is terrible uh, based on the other side's view. Yeah. There is some really, I was enjoying it for a minute. It was, it was really scratching an itch, but I have stopped reading them for like a month now because yeah. I can't. It makes me sad that there are people, not that they even believe it, but they're sad that there's people that just need to say that shit. Just the most negative, vile, horrendous shit. And you literally could be commenting on someone's comment that lives possibly next door to you. Yeah. You don't know. Or or somebody that... um, Someone's here. Yo! Wait, why is he here? Camel! Oh, he's, he's right on time. Oh. Right on, Tom. Okay, we gotta say goodbye because uh, right. our rehearsals just be- about to begin. The boss man's here. All right, this has been Jamie and Travis. Present. Jamie and Travis. Jamie and Travis. Jamie and Travis. Present.